this is Tumble Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. It's Monday morning. Oh, you know what? I, I hate this time of year. I enjoy basketball. I I enjoy spring training, but you know what? There's no football. There's there's nothing besides pro days and 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 pro day. I, everyone gets excited about pro days. Everyone gets especially Giant fans recently. Any pro day the Giants go to, that's the player we should pick. I've, I've noticed this on Twitter. That's that's we should go out and get that guy. We should sign him. We should trade up. We should trade down. We should trade left. We should trade right. No, Giants are going to go to a lot of pro days. It's fine. They're going to go to tons of pro days. It's all right. I want to talk about something with Dave Gettleman because I saw an article that um, basically said that Dave Gettleman screwed up by taking Saquon Barkley because of the fact that, you know, everyone saw what you can get, such as the Miami Dolphins did from the, you know, did to to move up, you know, what they got from the 49ers and how that is a lesson for Dave Gettleman and what he should have done during the Saquon Barkley draft. And honestly, I, I, I'm, I, like I said, I am not a Dave Gettleman hater. I'm not a Dave Gettleman apologist. I just look at his track record and what he's done and I just comment on it, but there's no way in hell you can sit there and tell me at the time, not getting Saquon Barkley was not the move. I mean, you think, you know, outside now, again, hindsight is 2020 outside of the injuries and outside of that rookie season, who didn't think that was a fantastic move by Gettleman because you have a transcendental talent, you know? Yes. He, he had, he came back to earth a little bit season two, he gets hurt season three, but the first year of that, of that, you know, of that pick. He showed what a running back could be. Yes, there is the conception that you never take a running back that high because of the fact that you could probably find one later in the draft at a better at a better value salary wise, because this is more of a passing league than it is a a turnaround and hand the ball off league. But I, I think we've seen in the past defense and run games win championships. So I I can't fault Gettleman for making that pick and not trading it away. You know, unless you were going to get Josh Allen, but who knew what Josh Allen was going to be when he came out? Everyone said he was wholly inaccurate. You know, we saw what happened to Rosen. We saw what happened with Darnold. So you can't sit there and profess, well, the Miami Dolphins just showed Gettleman how to do this, what he should have done. No, that's crap. And like I said, I don't stand up for Gettleman, and I think that's crap. You pick the players you think are going to fit your ball club the best that they possibly can, and you pick the best talent available. And if the best talent available in Dave Gettleman's mind was Saquon Barkley at number two, then you have to make that move. You can't look back into the past for what the Finns did now and with the 49ers and say, well, that's what the Giants should have done. Because everyone's circumstance is different. It's not, it's not all the same. I'm not going to get into the pro days because to me, the pro, you see everyone that's like, oh, did you see him? He ran a four, two, six. You know, did you see him? He just threw him throw that ball. You know what? Everyone looks great in shorts. That's the problem. Let me see that four, two, six when you're on the field. Let me see when you're wearing pads and you got a defender in front of you or you have a blocker in front of you. 
Show me that speed then. Show I would rather see I would rather see the ability to read a defense or an offense and the ability to react more than I would want to see someone just running down the field. So I'm not I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get too hyped about uh, about pro days, but I do want to talk about the NFL draft because I get a lot of emails and it came up on the stream multiple times why I haven't done a mock draft yet. And you know, it's a very simple question. And it's, I should say it's a very simple answer to that question. I didn't do a mock draft because there's no need to yet. Look at what, look at even what, I mean, look at what the Giants, if, if you would have told me three weeks ago what the Giants did before what the Giants did in free agency, who they would be pick, is totally different than who I would think they would possibly pick now. And it's the same thing with the Giants. If you would have told me that the 49ers and the Eagles and, and, and the Finns would make this trade, that would, again, trade my conception of what the Giants are going to draft and whom they're going to draft and where they could potentially draft. Now, we all know Dave Gettleman doesn't trade down. But I, I think this year might be the year that he tries to trade down and get some assets. But I'm not going to sit here, and unless you want me to, but I think you guys are smart enough. I'm not going to sit here and, and just kind of throw out father to see, you know, to do 15 different draft videos. Because I love it because you go, you go, you Google it and you see all these, uh, you see all these websites and, you know, and like, you know, ESPN and all this place and all they have is multitudes of drafts. It's like, it's like draft version 26.8, you know, draft version 27.9 because it's, it's going to just change. It's going to fluidly change consistently. You never know what's going to happen. And I didn't do a draft video last year. I said who I think the Giants should draft, and then I, then I made the prediction who they would draft. But I didn't do a draft. I didn't do a draft video because of the fact that's and and it's, it's the same thing that everyone gets. Every team does. They get excited about players. They're like, well, this guy's going to be this. This guy's going to be this. And it's, and I laugh though because it's like, well, you know, I and I even said, which one is going to be this year's Giants Zach Bond? Because there's always that guy that the fans get hyped about and potentially think that he could go first overall, the second overall, and end up going in the fourth or fifth round. Because we, and, and, I, and I, I fall guilty to this too, we don't see these players. We don't see what the scouts see. We don't, we don't see you know, their interviews. We, you know, we don't see their private workouts. We don't, we, don't see, you know, we don't see everything that goes on behind the scenes. So, I mean, it's, you know, I, that's why, that's why I, do, I'm, I won't make a prediction until we get to like two, three days before the draft. And I won't make a, a statement like I did last year that the Giants were going to take Andrew Thomas because of the fact that I was given that information that wasn't, that did not come from me. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to waste your time by doing a draft video and have to turn around <laughs> two days later and do another draft video because someone made a trade or do one three days later because someone got injured. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. That's just not me. That's, that's, that's just not what, that's just not what I want to do. And hopefully you guys can still continue to listen and to watch. Cause I, I think we, I think we put, I put out some pretty good content sometimes, not all the time, but you know, good times, good times. But someone asked me a question in the email and I wanted to get, I wanted to kind of get to it. What my thought process was on Daniel Jones going into this season. Everyone knows I'm not a Daniel Jones hater and I'm not a Daniel Jones apologist. 
like I said with Dave Gettleman, but I am also realistic about what he is. And I've said it a million times. I think he's a first read quarterback with terrible pocket presence and no awareness. And he panics when his first option isn't open. And someone mentioned to me, well, you're going to give him all these new weapons. You're going to give him all these new toys. Do you think he's going to progress from year two to year three? And and I'm going to go on record right now. I think if Daniel Jones can show somewhere between where he was his rookie season and where he was last year, find that middle ground. I don't think he is going to be, I don't think he's going to be Dave Brown, but I don't think he's going to be Eli Manning. I, I think he might fit in the Kerry Collins mode. And I think we saw from the 2000 season that you can go to a Super Bowl as long as you have a good defense and a running game with a guy like Kerry Collins. And I think if Daniel Jones can find that happy medium between those two years and be consistent, I, like I said, I never think he's going to be an all pro. I, I, I'm not 100% sure. I know Marin them came out and said he's going to win Super Bowls. I don't know about that. But I think if he can find that middle ground and play well enough and limit his turnovers, he can be an effective NFL quarterback. But I don't think he's ever going to be on the level of Eli Manning or Phil Simms or Y.A. Tittle or Chuck and Charlie. I think he's going to be on that second level. You know, I don't think he's going to be Scott Bruner or Danny Cannell or Kent Graham. You know, like I said, I could see him being, or Dave Brown, I could see him being Kerry Collins. And there's nothing wrong with being Kerry Collins. You, you can win in this league with a solid defense and a Kerry Collins type quarterback. Ask the Baltimore Ravens when they won with Trent Dilfer. And ask him again when they went with Joe Flacco. So I think, like I said, to answer that question, I would feel better this year. Now, hopefully he won't gain nine more pounds because according to everyone, him getting nine more pounds was going to make him superior athlete and quarterback. But I think he can make enough. He can make enough of a jump, enough of a progression that he will fit somewhere in that middle and hopefully be a consistent winner for the Giants because we all have to hope as a franchise he is because if he isn't, we're going back to square one and I'm not seeing a big pool of talent that we can go after. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue. We're bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you can like, if you subscribe, if you're reading that bell, you know what that means? That'd be awesome.